allow ourselves to be able to sit and like to talk with our emotions, to talk with those feelings, to talk with these like aspects of our personality that we don't like to acknowledge, that's when they, we accept it. That's when it, it gets transmuted into like, that's when we can like incorporate it into who we are. And then we're able then again to show up for the other people. Because more often than not, when we don't acknowledge the shadow aspects of who we are, that's when we project. That's why we have people that come into our lives that shine that light on that part of our personality because we're trying to run away from it. I'm Farrah Seifert, your host, and I'm so grateful that you're here. This podcast was designed as a way for me to share my personal story, the challenges, the things that I've overcome, and the pursuit of understanding myself on a deeper level. Also share tips and tools, things that have aided me in gaining that deeper understanding and to find trust within my intuition. Today's episode, which is all about a light and shadow exercise that I actually practice and have done multiple times throughout my life, and has been so pivotal for me to have a deeper understanding of who I am as a whole and to be able to really show up in the most authentic version of who I am, embodying all different aspects of my personality and overall being. And shadow work is something that's really common within the yoga world, it gets talked about a lot, and it's one of those things like, Are you? are you doing your work? <laughs> and I say that in a laughing way, but anyone that's within the yoga world or any type of self-development field knows that that's the facts. It's true. It just gets talked about a lot and it can um, be heavy. It's one of those things that a lot of people shy away from because who really wants to look at things that we see them as flaws or as faults of who we are internally. Um, but I think the beautiful part of this practice is that it's really about encompassing both of those um, parts of our personalities and who we are as a person to be more complete and authentic. And shadow work was really kind of introduced by psychologist Carl Jung um, many moons ago, which was actually while I was at Western was one of my favorite psychologists to study. Um, I was fascinated by how he approached counseling in this very non-judgmental um, kind of non-intrusive way of really holding space for a person as they were showing up, um, kind of as a reminder that they they really were all they needed. And this philosophy was also incorporated into Teen Link's program. So I used to help um, where I worked and volunteered for an organization called Teen Link based out of Seattle that supported teens as they were going through difficult times. And their helpline was probably one of their most popular programs. And we actually trained teen youth volunteers to be able to answer the line because we believe that having another peer, someone that was going through similar things, they could just empathize on a different level than an adult could. And um, one of the things that we really encouraged our phone workers to do was to just be there, to be able to hold space, to be able to listen. These people don't want you to fix anything in their life. They just want you to be able to validate what's going on, empathize with them, and to be able to help them problem solve because they already know their answers. They already know what they need to do. Sometimes we just need a little direction in getting there. And that all is really encompassed within Carl's Young philosophy. And it then shows up once again in my life um, in shadow work. And so I love this quote by Carl Young. How can I be substantial if I don't cast a shadow? I must have a dark side also if I'm to be whole. And it's so true. We all have that yin and yang. We all have this light. We all have this darkness. And anyone that's illuminated in the full brightness of who makes sense and the essence of who we're meant to be, there's going to be a shadow that comes along with that. And that also makes us more relatable. It makes us more real because no one's perfect. And I think that that's what this exercise really taught me and is one of the reasons why I want to share it with all of you. So 
as we come into the practice, you can kind of go along and mess with me or listen and then do this on your own on another time. But I think the first and most important thing to do, um, well, other than grab a piece of paper and a pen, is to simply um, create a space that feels comfortable, that feels safe, that you can kind of relax into, that you're not distracted, you don't got a bunch of things going on around you. And it's an opportunity for us to kind of just slow down a little bit um, to shine that light, that flashlight, um, on um, maybe a more internal part of us that might be triggering. So just kind of recognize that that's a part of it as well. And there's no judgment, there's no shame with that. I think there's a lot of people that ignore this completely and never even attempt to do the work because it's too painful. And I can definitely understand that too. And until I kind of started on my path of um, self-discovery and understanding myself on a deeper level, I don't know if I even really fully would ever even want to do this. So I want you to give yourself props and be able to um, give yourself a little credit for even attempting to be, go down this road. So that's one. Two is take a few deep breaths. Um, take a moment here to just center yourself, close your eyes, feel your belly fill up with air, rise that up through into your heart space, take, take a nice deep clearing breath out, feel a heaviness within your feet, your legs, your pelvis, and then ride the weight of maybe three to five breaths as you move up and down your spine, growing a little bit taller with each inhale. And carving out a little bit of strength within your belly with each exhale. Take a few moments here to just center. Create space within your mind and the thoughts that exist within it to tap in. And whenever you feel complete with that practice and you're able to come and arrive and write, go ahead and open your eyes and let's jump in. So you have your piece of paper, go ahead and grab one if you don't already. And I want you to draw a line right through the center of it. It's like an eight by 10 or eight by 11, whatever standard piece of paper is. Or if you have a journal, you can also write in there too. And on one side, I want you to write light or strength or whatever you wanna call that side. And then the other side, I want you to write shadow or darkness or um, even weaknesses. These could be perceived weaknesses. However you want to categorize them is up to you, whatever feels most authentic and true. And then and let's start on the light side because I think that's a little bit easier, <laughs> okay? So we'll write down all the aspects of your personality that you're like proud to share. Reflect on these qualities and really feel into them. Like what are things that you're like stoked about yourself? Um, you know, like what are your like, you know, the first things that like when someone's like, so tell me about yourself. You're like, well, <laughs> and do your own art and like don't hold back no well no one's going to see this unless you share something with someone else so like don't feel like you have to like hold back especially as women ladies we always are like trying not to talk talk about our accomplishments and this is like run wild you write out all the things you love about yourself okay um even men sometimes men have a trouble with this too so i'm not trying to be you know non-binary whoever you are 
I don't care. What I'm at, what matters to me is that you write down all the things that you love about yourself and to be able to like feel into that and to feel some joy and excitement around those qualities because those are amazing and they are what make you unique and make you powerful and make you the version of you that is like out there in the world and probably what is like that forward facing and a lot of times within our lives. Okay, so keep going. Keep, I would say at least write five, if not more. I, I think you should write like 10 or 20, but you know, everyone's got their own list. <laughs> I've done this exercise a few different times at different points in my life. And honestly, that list changes. It varies so much depending on what I'm going through and kind of where I'm at within my own personal journey. And so this doesn't need to match anything else. It doesn't need to have like a little checklist that is like, what are things that make you great? Like, no, like, what do you like about yourself? What are qualities and traits that you are proud of? And let that be, it, it can be physical, it can be personal, but it can be a career accomplishments, it can be anything, okay? So I'll give you a few moments, run wild. I'll just hang out over here, not by me. <laughs> yeah. Once you've taken a few moments to do that, and feel free to pause me um, if you're still going, and then um, we'll switch over. And so one, I want to recognize that this can be really triggering for a lot of people. So if there is an emotional response that comes up with these things, that's okay. Because I know that when I felt it, I literally could feel my skin crawl. Like I started to cringe. I was cringing at myself, <laughs> at my own things that I like don't necessarily love about who I am, but they're definitely a part of me. There's no doubt about it. So writing out some things that you don't love, that you would maybe even be like, let's say it, ashamed to tell people that are things that you've maybe had people judge you for, that you are, you like kind of see it as a part of your personality, but shy away from it. You try not to think about it. You know, it's like, if you were to first meet someone, you might not let them know about these qualities that you possess. Um, <laughs> let's keep it real we're gonna keep it real about these things you're like let's not show that side of me quite yet um, let's wait till they like me for a while <laughs> and this is why this is so important because we so often just show the bright we just show the light we show this like you know best case scenario of who we are to people and we hide from these other aspects of who we are these other personality traits but being embodying like really encapsulating all of this is when we step into our power this is when we become the most fullest expression of who we are and own that shit own who that part of it, it you are like one thing like one of my shadows is i hate like i'm a cancer peace to all the cancers in the room and we're known for being kind of emotional train wrecks let's just say we're gonna say it it is. It's true. We're supposed to be hyper emotional. We're really sensitive. We can be a little insecure. We got like, we got some shit going on underneath the surface. We might not always let people know that we're feeling this way, but damn well, it's there. And I know, and I'm well aware of it within myself. So I have my moments and like, I can ride a wave of emotions, like in a single day, I can be on like the highs of highs. And then I will be like crash and burn. And then I'm just like crying. I'm just like in a shitty 
self-deprecating mode. And it, it's true. It's just like a part of who I am as a person. And I accept that as a part of my personality. Have I learned skills, tips, like, like coping mechanisms to be able to help pull myself out of those so that I'm not in those periods for as long as I used to be when I was younger? Hell yeah, I had to. Because I, as I've shared with you guys, I've struggled with depression. I've shared, I've struggled with depressive episodes, anxiety, all of that. And so for me, like I recognize when I start to spiral, that there's little things I can do to be able to tweak my thought process, my mindset. And it could be things that I'm thinking about. It's the way I think about, look at a situation about how I look at myself or even physical activities that I do to help pull myself out because I was willing to shine the light. I was willing to look into these dark places. I was willing to accept these parts of my personality. I'm not going to numb my feelings. I'm not going to numb the fact that I have a spectrum of emotions that resides within me. And it can be a wild wave, but I can sure as hell be rec. I can recognize it. I can learn from it and I can become a better person because of it. And I'm one of my light is that I'm empathetic, that I can be in the darkest of darkest places with people and hold space for them in such a compassionate way. But it's because I've been there. I've felt those things. And it's because I've had those feelings, those thoughts. I've had these moments where I was completely ashamed of who I was or like whatever circumstance I was going through. And I would feel, I didn't want anyone else to know. And all I wanted was to have someone that would look at me and not judge me for that. And because I've experienced that, when I hear someone talk about something that's really traumatic for them, I am so open. I am so there in, in the most caring, loving way possible, because I know that that's what I would want to seek out in someone else. If I'm going to be able to share my story, if I actually give someone the privilege of hearing my story, I want them to be able to look at me with a loving eyes. So see, look, I'm, I'm getting emotional. See, this is a part of me. <laughs> and look, and then I'm smiling and I'm all good again. So cancers, you feel me, you feel me. Scorpios, Pisces, all those water signs, we, we're in the watery depths <laughs> at all times. But that is a part of my superpower. And the more that we have the ability to recognize the shadows, those things that, about us, that's what helps us connect with other people. That's what helps us connect on a human level because no one's perfect. No one has all of their shit together. I don't care what anyone fucking says. No one has their shit together. And that's just, it, it would be a fucking lie. Anyone that says they've got it all figured out, they're fucking lying because I try so hard to be a positive person and I am, and there is 95% of the time I am like riding this, like manifesting, got it, boom, 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 do, do, do. But then there's moments where I have shitty days and that's okay. And so when I allow myself to be all of that, that's when I'm able to, instead of numbing, instead of me pushing it away, repressing. I let it come up to the surface. If I feel a little insecure about something, I let that come up to the surface. Why am I feeling insecure about this? Let me sit with it. Let me, as um, one of my teachers said, invited in for dinner. Like, well, and actually it originally came from Tara Brock. So she used to talk about this Buddhist philosophy of um, the Buddha um, or Siddhartha at that time was inviting Mara for tea. Um, which was the demon god for like death and like embodied all of like the rancid within the world. So it's like anger and lust and greed, anyways, pride. And so instead of everyone running, running away from this, he was like, come on in, come on in, sit down, let's have tea, let's talk about it. And I think that when we allow ourselves to be able to sit and like to talk with our emotions, to talk with those feelings, to talk with these like aspects of our personality that we don't like to acknowledge, that's when they, we accept it. That's when it, it gets 
transmuted into light, that's when we can like incorporate it into who we are. And then we're able then again to show up for the other people. Because more often than not, when we don't acknowledge the shadow aspects of who we are, that's when we project. That's why we have people that come into our lives that shine that light on that part of our personality because we're trying to run away from it and they trigger us and we get triggered on such a deep level. It's like if you see someone and they're super confident and you're like, fuck that person. They shouldn't be that confident. They have flaws. They have these things. They're not perfect. Well, are you judging because you have your own insecurities and seeing someone that's really confident and complete in who they are and in their power challenges the fact that maybe you could also be in your power, that you could also be confident, that you could also just be who you are and love who you are without having to be this perfect or complete, like, you know, untouchable version of yourself. Like so often the negative qualities that puts us off-putting about someone else is something that we really are seeking within who we are or that we judge within ourselves. And the more that we can judge or like that we can accept the opposite of judge, the more that we can accept all of who we are, then again, we show up for others in the same way that we can love all of someone else because we love all of who we are. And I, we treat others as we treat ourselves. And until we are, I know, at least for me, until I was able to accept my power, people that were super powerful and that were super in their zone and like honing their craft threatened me sometimes. I'd feel insecure around them until I was able to, you know, I love myself, love, my, you know, and acknowledge my beauty and my unique look. When someone was super confident and walked in a room, like they were boss, that would trigger me. Like, who does she think she is? When I would, before I was able to wear what I wanted to wear, own my own style. If someone was wearing something super wild, I'd be like, damn, you're just doing the damn thing. Right. But like, now I can do that. And now I recognize the power in that because I'm just owning who I am. I'm just doing me. I'm just me. And whoever that triggers, I, and now, now I'm a trigger sometimes for other people because I'm in my power, but I've been there before. So I know, and I see it and I hold compassion for them because there's no judgment because, Hey, we're all on our own journey and we're all in different stages of it. And now when I see other people in different things, I can sometimes still get triggered, but instead of me going down the loop, the spiral of judgment. I stop, I recognize, okay, I'm feeling this for a reason. Again, honoring the shadow, acknowledging the shadow, inviting it in, sitting down for tea, full on fucking meal sometimes, five course meal sometimes, <laughs> and letting it move through me, seeing what it has to teach me, the lessons I can learn. Because I think the benefits of doing the shadow work, empowering yourself, accepting your strengths, accepting all of who you are, Freeing yourself, tapping into your intuition, being complete, being authentic, being true to who you are in every facet. All right, guys. I'm stoked. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you had fun. And like, be gentle with yourself after this. If you need to keep journaling, you keep writing, go for it. I'm so here. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Please share your sentiments, things that came up for you. If you want to talk one-on-one, -on -one, happy to do so. Feel free to go to my website to be able to find out a way to set up a call with me, a discovery call. I am a coach. So this is something that I often do with my clients. Um, and it's all about just like diving in, being real with yourself. 
in all the facets of who you are as a person, because you are unique. You are incredible. You are this powerhouse that's just waiting to explode. So like what's hindering us from doing that? What's stopping us from being all of the magnificent human being that you are? Let's go. Let's go.